Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And another Thursday night recording, which again, nobody would fucking know if I don't say anything. But no, no. That's what we're all about. <laughs> we're about true and just, it's all about honesty with us, right? That's Isn't right. It? transparency <laughs> whether, whether honesty is good sometimes with us or not it's uh, <laughs> it, it's honesty but yeah i mean we can uh, we can talk about uh obviously why uh, mm-hmm. you got a thing going on tomorrow but um i think we got uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about but to, to begin with um yes we were supposed to have a guest on tonight uh eileen uh but we got a message from her Earlier in the week, I think uh, Sunday or Monday, I can't remember which one. I think Monday, um, mm-hmm. she had a situation she had to take care of. Um, we're going to try to get a reschedule that probably, based on uh, the next, well, the month of November is kind of full-ish because we have our buddy Michael coming on. We've got our gratitude episode coming up, um, mm-hmm. just some shit going on. So it's probably going to be December, but we will um, obviously try to get her rescheduled. But yeah, fuck it, you're stuck with us. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say we got plenty to talk about, but uh, the reason, well, and you know what? Again, I get this whole these fucking sheets full of stuff that loads up. So one way or the other, we always have stuff to talk about. Um, but real quick, before we get to the reading, I just wanted to say, because uh, it happens to be an anniversary of somebody today too. come to think mm. of it. Um, my daughter and my son-in-law, it is their four year wedding anniversary today. So happy anniversary to them. Happy I've anniversary got, uh, to them. Yeah, once we get kind of settled in, I got a couple of, uh, just a couple of brief stories that popped into my head. Nothing huge, but, and then uh, our friend Angel from, I should have looked up the episode. Right, an earlier episode. (laughs) Yeah, Angel from Cleveland, uh, one of our good friends. Um, Right. She's got uh, her anniversary today for 11 years sober, so um, it's kind of funny because uh, I was actually just just talking to to Kathy. I've got to get up to, um, I think I'm going to run up to Wisconsin on Saturday. Um, hmm. Kind of see fall shit colors and shit again. It's going to be one of the last weekends to do it. But right. I also had a, uh, there was a, and I know I told you about it, but there was an individual that had contacted us that has like recovery coins and, and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. um, she had sent us some samples, which we're going to take a look at, probably do some promotions on it. But um, I mean, basically they, uh, they haven't expanded into, um, I think anything above six years, 
you know, for sobriety mm. dates. And, you know, one of the things she mentioned was she said they haven't had that big of a demand for um, mm. some of these longer term things. And to right. begin with, to begin with, I was like, that's kind of fucked up. I'm like, we know a lot of people that are um, that mm-hmm. have been sober for a long time. But um, I do know. You know, it's just we we also know a lot of people that have, you know, in the, you know, 20, 30 and 40 year range. And then a lot of people in that probably one to 10 year range. And then there is probably, uh, I don't know, a shallower, you know, number of people in the middle sometimes. I don't sure. know. If it's, but um, yeah, it was just. Well, it, and, you know, and, and quite frankly, like us, you know, we've established ourselves and, you know, we have people that gives a, give us, you know, special ones and. and right. Yeah. So, you know, the, the run of the mill stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, my home group, we've got a big thing full of coins and we don't hand them out very often. Generally it's, you know, it's the 30, 60, nineties and, you know, the six months and year, couple years, stuff like that, you know, but yeah, once you get past that, hopefully if you're doing something right, um, you've got a support system going on and they hook you up. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And I was just I was thinking about when I was talking to Kathy, I'm like, I'm like, you know, just thinking about our entire group. And this would have been yesterday, obviously, before, you know, I I forgot that it was uh, Angel's anniversary. But I mean, everyone in our group is, um, I think, over six years. Right. I mean, all of our I mean, even going back to some of the people kind of on the outskirts of our group. I mean, everyone's got we just got we got a good group of people. We're we're fortunate to have that strong of a group of, you know, sober people. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's kind of cool. The more I thought about it, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, other thing, just real, real quick. And I was listening to a couple of other podcasts over the last uh, week. And How dare you? No. <laughs> well, well, one of them was actually, there are uh, other podcasts out there. <laughs> the, one of the ones I listened to quite a bit is uh, our friend, Matt from sober friends. So mm. um, listen to his podcast. Cause he's a, he's a supporter of us also. So, and plus right. he was on ours, but um, he's always talking about, you know, supporting the podcast and this and that. And I know we talk about it briefly, but I just don't think we've been, you know, big enough whores lately. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of things real quick. <laughs> I think we need to whore ourselves out a little bit more for the nice. good, of, for the good of the podcast and everything else that we try to uh-huh. do. But, First thing, hugely important, Hazelden, uh, the Betty Ford Hazelden Foundation. Right. Um, take a look at all the stuff that I'm going to talk about is on our website, which is SoberNotMature.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Hazelden Betty Ford, we've actually partnered with them to accept donations through us. They don't sit with us at all. They just go through straight to Hazelden Betty Ford. But there's a page on our website, also a link on our Instagram page. Um, the website itself, we do have a store. That's SoberNotMature.com. Dot com mm-hmm. that it could be accessed um, obviously through our main web page um, we've got all of our sobered out mature merchandise we've got coffee we've got some t-shirts candles some other things on there but you know if you feel like uh, grabbing yourself some of that that's on our store um, mm-hmm. this week we've been posting episodes because it's coming up on the anniversary of our mom passing away um, right. a year ago so we've been posting uh, clips from those episodes from a year ago. So that's episode 37. If you want to hear um, how we, um, I guess, handled it, right? Talked about it. Right. Yeah. You Dealt know, with it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, Process through it. If you want to get all <laughs> fancy and touchy feely. <laughs> right. And there was uh, what I, I re-listened to. I think I listened to 30. It's the main episode is episode 37, but also 38 is uh, after we were right. at the funeral. And I think there mm-hmm. was two times in there when I, I mentioned about, 
if there was a psychologist or psychiatrist to something, listen, like, fuck it, it's our process. Leave us alone type right. of thing. <laughs> you know, which is kind of funny, but but it does. We talked a lot about grief and how to deal with it, how we dealt with it. It's not right. necessarily yeah. how everyone else could or should. But, yeah. um, right. you know, so feel free. Listen to that if it, if it helps great. If not, um, you know, obviously supports us. And she was a huge supporter of, of us in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then um, lastly, also through the website, we do have um, the Buy Me a Coffee link. All that is, it's an opportunity for if you, if anyone chooses to, we're not begging for money. We can handle all this stuff yep. on our own. But mm-hmm. um, any money that goes either to the, to the Buy Me a Coffee or anything like that um, through that, um, we have never, I don't think I've ever, maybe I did at the end of the year, took, took money out of that and put it towards something. But um, all right. it's going to do is go towards, we put that money back into things. And it made mm-hmm. me think about this because uh, we're coming up on, on a year of having this Riverside right. um, mm-hmm. actually when we resigned on that. So that's another, that's eh, two or 300 bucks, you know, to right. for us to recoup it. And once again, we can do it. We're, we're not going to uh. shut this fucker down because of, <laughs> because of 300 bucks. We're going to keep doing it, you know, but right. if you feel like supporting us and your favorite mm-hmm. two guys here, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even say that without laughing. Your favorite two guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, feel free, buy us a coffee, you know, anything, anything and everything helps. And lastly, if you're listening to us, cause we have a core, what I consider to be a core group of people. I don't know everyone that's listening, but mm-hmm. uh, we average anywhere between hundred to 150, you know, quote unquote plays per episode, which means right. pretty much the same people are listening. Um, mm-hmm. so do us a favor. If you like what you hear, or even if you can't stand it, I don't give a fuck. Share it with right. somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah, either somebody you like or somebody you don't like. Here, listen to this. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) You know what? Bet them something, and that's going to be their punishment. Could be listening to our podcast. We we don't care. Just we're looking. We're looking to to grow, and uh, we continue to. But it's always it's always fun. You know, if we can grow a little bit, that's uh, that's always helpful. So, yep. um, There concludes uh, this session of Mike and Bill being horrors. Well, right for, for that part of it. Let me. Get this mattress off my back and we'll uh, move along. Yeah, right. Now let's be whores for good information and good thoughts. Why don't ah. Why don't you do a reading? How's that? <laughs> why don't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> as always, this is from God Grant Me. This is actually uh, yesterday's. I read it yesterday and went, hey, it ain't half bad. I think I'll share it on the podcast. So nice. here we go. Um. Shirking responsibilities is the curse of our modern life. The secret of all the unrest and discontent that is seething in the world. L.M. Montgomery. She wrote uh, Anne of Green Gables. All right. Believe it or not, responsibilities are wonderful things. We only have to think back to our childhood when we wanted responsibilities. We wanted to help the big people do things to prove that we were big too. Being a big person and having responsibilities was good because we believed that the big people had power and freedom. We were right back then. Being responsible means that we do a good job taking care of the business of life. Being responsible means growing up. When we do step four, we find ourselves find ourselves the character defects that keep us from growing up, mostly laziness and fear. In step six, we become ready to give up the fear and laziness that keeps us from growing up. We become willing to take action and do our own work. Prayer for the day. Higher power, 
please help me live like a grown-up today. <laughs> Pretty damn simple. And today's action, because this is a program of action. I will think of one thing I did today that was... A, a re- I will think of one thing I did today that was a responsible new behavior. I will be proud of it. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I. A lot of that I remembered, actually, since it was only two days ago, right? Right, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah. okay, two readings ago in, in my head. Let me put it that way. Right, right, but, right. Um, so uh, what did you do today that was responsible? <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking much. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> way more than I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, Um. seriously. I mean, um, I got off, well, work, you know, didn't want to do that, but I went and did it. Um, and then um, after work, I needed to hook up with my co-treasurer for my home group because I had to pass off the uh, treasurer's bag, the bank and all that stuff because um, I'm not going to be there Sunday. Because, you know, we didn't get sober to sit in church basements. Uh, We'll get to that. But anyway, so we we did that. And then some moron decided he wanted me to be his sponsor. So I had to go meet with him for about 20 minutes. And, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, yeah, do that kind of shit. Um, I had to tell him the story about acceptance and the dust devils and let him whirl. Cause he's at a, he's at a house and he's like, yeah, man, these guys are, I said, yep, I know I was there here. I got a little story for you, <laughs> you know, the same story that was told to me by my sponsor when I was saying the exact same shit when I was at the house. So, uh, yep. And, um, yeah, you know, then now I'm doing this goddamn podcast. So yeah, I'm all kinds <laughs> of responsible that I don't want to be today. How yeah. about you, Bill? <laughs> just the fact of how you said that makes it even better but <laughs> but yeah i i did some work today you know i uh mm-hmm. followed up on, on some things that i that i needed to from you know obviously from a from a work standpoint and um god did i was i responsible like anything out of the ordinary i don't <laughs> well you know what i i did the responsible thing and made sure that a a particular process got done because i i didn't i didn't get the get an email on it like i like mm-hmm. i thought i would or like the process had been so to make ah, sure you that took initiative I did to make sure that our our customer and you know basically my customer actually gets taken mm-hmm. care of um, right. yeah did this you know I mean this is this is a thing you know I was mm-hmm. um, I wished my my daughter um, you know and my son-in-law a happy anniversary that's kind of a right. responsible thing to do you know right. I, I didn't forget about it <laughs> <laughs> you know and then uh, yeah I mean I get, I get this all get this all set up and got my shit all wrapped up on time and um ate my responsible dinner early and then uh, mm. responsibly sat down to, to do this shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just kind of cracked me up. It's like, what responsible action? I remember reading that too. And of course, yeah. once it, once again, I mean, I, I never used to read uh, the actions cause I knew I wasn't going to do them, you know? And, right. um, and that started here, you know, on during this mm-hmm. podcast in the last, yeah, probably. Well, maybe it was was within the last year. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And we had started doing the readings within the last year. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And we yeah, because we were talking to somebody. We had a guest on, I think, that we were talking about. I don't even know, but it it hasn't been that long, you know. But I, I do. I read right. those, and I do think about them. I don't necessarily, mm-hmm. again, physically mm-hmm. do whatever the actions are, but um, right. it it makes me think, and it it I I'm hoping 
<laughs> maybe there's a little part of it that's making me a better person because I'm nudging you towards it anyway. Yeah. So what I'm doing and the last thing I, I always write down little notes when you're, you know, when mm-hmm. you're doing the reading, but the last thing I wrote down in there was take action because that's, that's huge. Yep. And the second to last one was laziness and fear. <laughs> um, yep. Take, take care of the business of life, which we just talked about. Um, but I like the, I, I like the beginning of that because it talks about responsibly or responsibilities and the fact that we wanted them mm-hmm. and wanted to be big. Sure. And then it just, it always reminds me of that meme that says, you know, we all wanted to be adults, didn't we? Now look at us. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. look at us. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you know what? Um, you know, being an adult has its advantages. I mean, if I want to, I don't care if I want to, you know, eat two ice cream cones in a night or if I want to eat mm-hmm. a piece of candy first thing in the morning or, you know, if I have whatever food I want to go out, it's all about food apparently in my head. If I want right. to go take, if I want to go take a drive and I, I want to drive along this scenic drive in Wisconsin this weekend and look at, mm-hmm. you know, fucking natural beauty. I, I could do that. You know, I don't, right. I don't have to ask anyone necessarily. So, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice, but then, you know, everything else that fucking goes <laughs> right. along with it. Well, the responsibility that allows us the freedom. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Can't have one without the other, unfortunately. I know. Isn't we that tried a... yeah, for did... forty some years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think any of the adults at that time, because uh, you know, said, uh, "Oh yeah, when you get big." But here's here's everything else you get to do too. But uh, you know, because right. they probably would have blown our minds in the in a bad way at that at that time. But mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. I mean, it's um, the the thing of it is, and the um, and obviously, I think this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyhow that. All these responsibilities, you know, clearly are more manageable, um, you know, now mm-hmm. that now that we're sober, you know, and, sure. um, you know, it, it doesn't mean and we, we say this all the time, you know, life still happens. It's still life on life's terms. It's all those different things. But, you know, if anyone out there, regardless of what you're doing to stay sober, if you've done the work and you've taken the action, you know, and you've built up all these tools, you know, the whole recovery or at least the AA saying is, you know, having your toolbox, you know, right. full of stuff. Um, but if you got a little, you know, container of tools there, then when this shit hits you, you know how to deal with it. Or worst case scenario, you should have somebody to turn to. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of, you know, not doing this thing alone. Right. Right. First yeah. word of the first step. We. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing that, uh, you know, I've I, I know I've said it uh, sometimes to myself, you know, as, as new shit hits me is um, you never know how to deal with anything. You know, in, in life right. in general, but certainly when you're sober, you know, you got all figure, you got all your fucking ducks are in a row. You got some shit, you got some years, you know, you're five, six years sober. And then some fucking train hits you from the, from, from your blind side. And you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I've had plenty of those moments. I know you have too, but right. um, I can remember there two or three right off the top of my head where, you know, I texted you or I called you and I'm like, this is I'm probably blowing this out of proportion, but or this just happened. <laughs> what do I do? You know, yeah, um, right. You know, so that's that's what we do. You got to get to reach out to somebody. Yes, you do. Yeah. Right. Can't do this by ourselves. Yep. Which is Are, good. <laughs> yeah. I And that's that's the thing, too. Oh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm actually glad I just thought about this. So um, this is not something I had written down. It's going to make a note on it, but I forgot anyhow. So I'm glad I remembered it. So. Kathy and I were talking about, again, something last night, and uh, I think it was about when we were talking about the coins and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. somehow, again, dad, our dad came up, and, you know, she had said, she goes, you know what, she goes, knowing everything I know about the program, 
She's like, um, she goes, I don't know how to say this. She's like, I don't know if he really, and I said, he didn't necessarily towards, at least at a certain point, I said, I don't think mm-hmm. he was getting the complete value of, of mm. what he could have been out of, mm-hmm. out of his sobriety, you know? And I right. said, but worst case scenario, you know, I told her, I'm like, he did everything he needed to clearly to stay sober, but right. You know, and we've told stories. I mean, he's, he was not necessarily acting in the best way. He wasn't, certainly wasn't, um, you know, happy, joyous and free all the time. Mm. And I'll add for a fucking fact. Right. And, you know, I know he wasn't going to a lot of meetings and she's like, well, he stayed connected. And I'm like, meetings are what they are, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't go to a lot of meetings. I still enjoy the fuck out of them. You right. know, I went to your home group on right. Sunday, had a great time, mm-hmm. you know, mm. I mean, it was a, it was a decent lead. I just like being around, being around people. I like the atmosphere, you know? Right. Um, and you go, you clearly said it, you go to the, your home group to more or less be a service these days. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I don't need to hear the fucking drunk logs anymore. <laughs> you know but yeah i go to be of service to you know to have some idiot walk up to me you know before the meeting hey man i need a sponsor all right (laughs) (laughs) all right well call me on wednesday at seven o'clock of course he didn't Uh, (laughs) (laughs) right i I straight up tell him too because at this point i've had so many guys you know that i've dealt with um tried to help whatever and, um, you know, I say, I just look at him and say, look, man, I'm going to give you some real simple things that don't have anything to do with anything, but you need to do them and then we'll add to it. And, you know, yeah. And that's always my first one. Call me on this day at this time. That's your first assignment. And nine times out of 10, they don't do it. <laughs> right. Well, and did you ever in... I guess maybe I'm, maybe this is a good topic to talk about. Again, mm-hmm. it just kind of came up with this. But so did your either one of your sponsors? And I know I well, Joe didn't do it with with me, and I don't think he did it with you. What Joe mm-hmm. is well, your third sponsor, my second. Right. Um, but Joe never made us call him, you know, every day no. or anything like that. We just kept in touch, and he would yeah. be one of those things. When we saw him in meetings, he'd step back a minute and you know, kind of mm-hmm. eyeball us, you know, top to bottom. <laughs> and usually his his line was, mm, "Okay, you still look sober." And then yeah. he'd walk, he'd walk into the meeting, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but did, um, your, did Tim, your first sponsor, were you, did you have to call him every day? Were there any like, no. rules set up or anything? No, nope. no. Nope. Well, I mean, it, you know, um, all three of my sponsors, um, were Bob's sponsees. Mm. So, you know, it, it was, that was, which I, I kind of intentionally kept that continuity. I mean, I told, i I know I told the story on here about when I walked up to Bob after that <laughs> hour and a half long lead that he did out of spite. Right. Cause it was the Wednesday that I needed to get a sponsor that day. <laughs> and he just looked at me and said, you want me to be your sponsor? I said, dude, I just need a sponsor, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so I, I consciously did that. I kept that, that line, um, throughout it yeah so um no i i did not call tim every day i i saw tim twice a week at meetings um and you know i, I talked to him when i needed to yeah which is with, the way i sponsor you know call right. me if you need me you know i don't want to fucking hear from you every day <laughs> right <laughs> well and, and that's the thing that uh, i i know at that time and in, in my first sponsor bill um he actually was really hands off. I mean, even before mm-hmm. when he got sick, it was a different story. I mean, clearly, sure. you know, he had more shit going on than having to deal with my ass. But um, 
he just he had this he's such a laid back guy but he was good he was good to me and uh mm-hmm. he was super, definitely good for me you know right um but i mean he didn't he always answered my calls and if right. uh, if he didn't answer the call he'd always get back to me always answer my questions he was always available not mm-hmm. maybe not immediately you know because he was clear right. you know he's like I, I work i do this for work this and that yeah. but you know this is what it is and i, I will get back to you but um, I just know there was there was other guys and people out there sponsoring that, you know, you got to call me every day, even if I don't answer mm-hmm. the phone, you have to call me, you know, and right. And I mean, again, it's a it's a matter of, I suppose, like the Keating Center with us cleaning 17 times a day, you mm-hmm. know, getting yourself into, uh, you know, can you follow directions? Can you, right. you know, again, take the action, I suppose, yep. you know, and, and go from there and it's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, the people that I sponsored, that's been it's been a long time since I sponsored anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I kind of took that same mindset as, is we were given from the people who sponsored us is that, right. Um, I'm not going to chase your ass, you know? No, no. And right. I, yeah. You need to do the fucking work. I'm here for you if you need help, but that, you know, I'm not going to get you sober, dude. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I remember, uh, there was one in particular and I, you know, he was, again, he, I knew we went out. You know, you can always tell mm-hmm. you stop hearing from people and all that stuff. And sure. you start hearing the whispers and the rumblings. And I would usually try to either one text or one phone call if that, you know, they were supposed to be at a meeting or something I was going to be at. Then after that, right. it's like, fuck it. You know, I mean, yeah. in that, I don't know if anyone out there, if that sounds cold, it is what it is, mm. you know, because yeah. um, your, your favorite line about the bar stool, you know, you can't, mm-hmm. can't drag somebody off the bar stool. You nope. can't make somebody get sober. You can't make somebody call you. You can't make somebody do anything. And mm-hmm. if they can't do something as simple as make a phone call when you asked, you mm-hmm. know, or show up when you, when they said they would, or right. let's say read the 24 hour book, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, every day that takes right. two minutes. Um, yep. then I can't do anything for you because there's, yeah. I, there's nothing else I can help you with. You know? Exactly. Again, you've got to do the work. I'm right. just here to, to guide you a bit. Yeah, that's it. And, and, right. And I'm sure it's all not chasing anybody down because guess what? I don't want what you have. You want what I have. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think the, the last time that I was asked um, to sponsor somebody I'd led, um, they had they used to have a, the meeting I went to and you went to it, the one in Mequon, um, mm-hmm. the club there. They used to have right. a, a Saturday night open meeting uh, like the, I don't know, the third Saturday of the month and whatever. And I never went to that because I was, um, I was chaired the, or secretary, the, the 5 PM meeting on Saturday. And after that, you know, mm-hmm. felt like fucking eating pizza or whatever I was doing. Right. I, not pizza yeah. on Saturday, but you know, um, right. But I get asked to, to leave that. So, um, that's the only time in the, you know, whatever it was three, four years that I went to that meeting that I was there mm-hmm. and it's, it is, it's an open, it's an open meeting, you know? So right. this, this guy was there. Um, and his wife was there. So afterwards I'm talking to some people, whatever. And so this lady comes up to me and, um, I don't know, said, she said some nice things about whatever I talked about, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm, you know, I'm here with my husband and, um, you know, he, uh, I, I think he, he needs to talk to you. I'm like, <laughs> if he needs to talk to me, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, then yeah. have, have him fucking talk to me, you know? Right. But so, Stop fucking enabling him. <laughs> right. So he came <laughs> up and, you know, he starts talking to me and uh, he was a um, salesperson at a, a furniture store. That's what it was. And, mm-hmm. you know, we started talking back and forth and he's telling me his thing. And he's like, a lot of the things you, you know, you, you said made sense to me. I'm like, okay. And he said, you know, would, 
do you want to sponsor me or whatever? Would you consider it? I said, I'll tell you what, mm. let's, let's start off this way. You know, um, do you come to this meeting? Or I said, this is the meetings I come to. I, you know, I run right. the Friday, Saturday one. I'm at the Friday one usually. This, that, and the other. So start coming to those meetings. Um, let's hang out. Do whatever. Do you have a big book? I think I bought them a big book. Because mm-hmm. uh, they had, you know, the literature upstairs. I said, right. you know, just start dipping into this a little bit. And I said, we'll, we'll go from there, you know. And he did. Mm-hmm. He showed up at, you know, like one of the meetings. Because then he starts telling me. He's like, well, he goes, these are my hours or whatever. And I said, uh, he goes, I can't make it on this side. I said, that's fine. But what nights can you make it, you know? Right. Don't, yeah. I had him again. Don't tell me what you can't fucking do. Tell me mm-hmm. what you can, you know? Right. And then, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe he was at the meetings and then he wasn't there, you know? And, nope. Um, I never even got his phone number, you know, he mm-hmm. said, you want my number? And I said, no, I said, uh, you know, I wrote down my number and I said, call me if you need something. I didn't, yep. even, I didn't even take his fucking phone number. Nope. And, and I wasn't trying to be, there was one other person during that time frame that did the same thing. And I just gave that person my number you call mm-hmm. me, just remind me, you know, who you are. Yeah. And I said, hit my right. voicemail, leave a message, I'll get back mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, I don't know. I mean, sponsoring people and it's, uh, it, it it's cool when it, I don't know how I was going to say cool when it works because that's a wrong <laughs> way to put it. But right. I, let me put it this way. I, both of us, I know feel the same way. We both enjoy helping people, but it's, mm-hmm. we can only help people who want to be helped. Absolutely. Yeah, they've got to be willing to do the work. Otherwise, there's nothing I can do for you. I know that because I was on the other side of it. Both ways. I was, you know, I I wasn't willing to do the work. And and then I was willing to do the work. And hey, guess what? I did the fucking work when I was willing. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and I mean, I've got I've got one guy that I sponsored that's still sober. Um, He's got three years now, I think. Something nice. like that. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, he moved uh, a ways away um, out in the boonies a bit. And, um, you know, he's getting married and he's a stepdad now and blah, blah. blah. But he, again, you know, wasn't a lot. It was it was pretty much like me. You know, he hooked up with a guy who he became friends with and he's still friends with actually Vince. Um, oh, really? And, cool. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, like you and me and, and he did the fucking work you know he he'd call me once in a while and ask me a question i tell him what i knew what little that was and you know and, <laughs> but yeah but he did the work and he's still sober you know the rest of the guys i've i've attempted to sponsor none of them fucking did the work and none of them are sober right yeah and it's uh it's well just like anything else when when i figured out all that shit you know the can it be that simple stuff in, in nine months mm-hmm. and then you know um, that, that, that was my light bulb moment. I didn't completely grasp everything. So I still have to learn some shit, well, yeah, you know? Well, yeah. I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah. I still have to learn some shit, but you know, I, I mean, it's, I kind of realized that, you know, this sponsoring people shouldn't be, it shouldn't be hard, you know, and it should be just a matter of, Hey, let me, let me take your hand. Let me just show you what I do. Show you mm-hmm. where I've been. Um, right. If you need some help, I'll give you some direction. And by the way, there's yep. a book here that we're going to walk through. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, and beyond that, it's like, eh, I mean, they, you're just, again, putting training wheels on this person until they can ride the bike mm-hmm. without falling on the fucking face. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just shouldn't be, I don't know. I mean, it, in, in 
sponsorship shouldn't be that hard. You know, it just it just no. shouldn't be. But you know, it it is. It can no, be difficult. But the goddamn drunks make it hard. <laughs> yeah, yep. and uh, and thankfully, well, I I know that I probably wasn't the. I don't think I was necessarily difficult to mm. to deal with in the beginning. But I was mm. fucking delusional. You know, right? I mean, if if nothing else, <laughs> I wasn't. If if Bill told me to do something, I always did it. You know, I mm-hmm. never, I never told him no or didn't. If he told me to be someplace or whatever, I, I, right. I always did those things. You know, but right. Well, yeah, that's kind of that's it, man. He's starting right. off, right? Yeah, <laughs> be here at this time, okay? Right. <laughs> you know, and you either do or you don't. But yeah, your odds are pretty. You know, the hell of a lot better if you do, right? You know, doesn't have much to do with anything else other than following some simple directions and, you know, getting off your ass and doing it. Right. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Speaking of that lead that I did, and I, I've said it other times too, but that might have been the, the first time that I had said it in that lead and I was just talking about. But um, it, it popped into my head about, you know, kind of a, a sports analogy, you know, is just that, you know, think about that if you're if you're a sports team and, you know, you're not a cheater, you know, mm-hmm. but somebody actually gives you, you know, that both teams get on the field and they exchange playbooks, you know, right. and so you know exactly what's going to happen. That's what this thing is, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the same thing is like if if you sat down to take a test and somebody just put the answers right next to you and all you had to do was go through the process. The answers are all there. You just got to fill out. You got to do the work right? and fill out your piece of paper. You know, mm-hmm. that's what this thing is, you know. Yep. I mean. All we have to do is there, there's no secrets. Nobody's trying to hide anything from anyone. Nope. They they give you a book that has all mm-hmm. the answers in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even if you're unsure what those answers are, this this guy over here or this lady over here is going to tell you what the yeah. answer means, and then say, right. "No, it's it's not this. It's that plus this." Oh, there's right. the answer. Now just yep. write that down, and you pass the test. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just that, again. Can it be that simple? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yes, you know? it can. <laughs> yes. So with, with meetings too, and this is actually one that I had that I had written down. Um, when you first started going to, to meetings, how did mm-hmm. you how did you pick the meetings? I mean, how did you end up going to because uh, you and I talked a little bit about, you know, obviously Puritus and how long you've been going there, your home group. Right. Um, yeah. but how did you choose those to begin with? Um I mean <sighs> I didn't, <laughs> you know, I, I really didn't. Um, I, I, you know, I mean the two main, well, you know, there were several we had to go to, um, when we were at the Keating center. Um, and then what well, was three days a week, I think that we could choose our meetings. Um, I know Sunday and Friday were, you know, we could, we could choose what meeting we had to go to a meeting, but we could, it wasn't a mandatory one. Right. And, um, yeah, you know, Saturday was a choice too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. And then what Um, about like Tuesday was a big book study, but some people went out. Well, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, um, Tuesday we could choose our meetings as well. Yeah. Um, but we chose to stay at the rock and do the big book with Dan. Right. Um, well, well, um, again, I didn't, you know, uh, Puritus was kind of chosen for me on Sunday. Um, Friday, I, I remember the first month or so I went to a couple of different meetings. Um, and, um, you know, a lot, well, let's say, okay, so let's say the first month. So four meetings, right. My first four Fridays, um, 
was taken out by other guys in the house, you know, those guys that had been there for three or four weeks, (laughs) you know, and they found the party meetings, you know, they found the meetings with the girls and the blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, I, I know one of them was, uh, that what West Clifton, you know, which was, was a, was a party meeting. Um, lots of girls, lots of socializing, not a lot of (laughs) recovery. Um, didn't like that. I I knew that wasn't, uh, (laughs) productive. Um, you know, at that point in my, in my sobriety, um, you know, and then, um, yeah, you know, I got, I got Tim as a sponsor and he said, you're going to, who do you know on Friday nights? Cause that's my home group. And so that, again, I didn't choose the meetings that I stuck with the meetings that I stuck with were chosen for me. Right. And, um, yeah, <laughs> imagine that well, <laughs> or they were suggested. Right. And I think that, yeah. um, yeah, because I know, like, uh, obviously Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, because it was Keating Center Monday, Thursday, and then West Park was on Wednesday. So those ones were the mandatory right. meetings that we had to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, the I started going to Stella Maris on Saturday right away because that's right. That's where my dad got sober, and uh, it's right. like within that. If anyone doesn't know, kind of the the unwritten rule in the in a twelve step recovery world is that whatever anniversary you have, you know, whether it's uh, well to begin with. Your first week, you can go in and announce that you're, you know, brand new, that type of thing. It's usually for that first seven days. And then for your yearly anniversaries, usually if it's within, unless something weird happens, usually if you're within a week of your sobriety date, it's cool to announce, you know, that after. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. No fronts. Right. (laughs) Just being clear. Yeah, you're no, you're right. Yeah, no, no fronts. We've said that enough on here, but that cannot be said. That cannot be said enough. <laughs> because yes. that's once uh, you've yeah. achieved that anniversary, then you can announce at a meeting for the following week. Right. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Which is painful sometimes when your anniversary mm-hmm. is on a Saturday and you're at your Friday meeting, but it is what right. it fucking is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, um, so I wanted to go to Stella Maris because again, that's where my dad got sober and it was important for me to to announce and I heard they gave out, you know newcomer packets and shit like that which they were out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the day that i the what meeting that i went and i'm like yeah fuck whatever but then um who do you know and i remember when we moved out of the um i think when we moved from was it from the keating center to the three-quarter house one way or the other when i found all my all my sheets and stuff like that probably when you and i moved in together because then we could trash them all right um, <laughs> I, I looked back and I, I had them all saved. And I think mm-hmm. the only, I don't know who brought me to, who do you know, but I started going there the second Friday. Mm. Not the, the first one I got there on a Friday to go to a meeting that first Friday right. went someplace else with somebody, like you said, taken. Right. And then that following Friday, I started going, who do you know? And then um, you and I were talking about the one at the, uh, what do you call it? The recovery shop that we went to yeah. and whatever day right. that was. We went to that a couple of times. Again, I have same thing. I don't know how I ended up getting to these meetings to begin with, um, right. but yeah, they were they were. I guess they were chosen for us, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the the only thing that we truly chose after the fact that we didn't have to was both of us stopped going to fucking West Park on Wednesdays. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I I stopped before I yeah because we were house fathers and somebody had to stay one of the house oh. fathers there was three of us <laughs> so I always scheduled myself to stay to have house watch on Wednesday <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about that I forgot about that because uh-huh. I, well, I started working at um at that company where I was working late nights on Wednesday and Thursday so I right. got out of it as of 
whatever that was, beginning of September, I think. And your yeah, mm-hmm. yours would have been long before that. So yep, <laughs> that's just kind of funny. But the the other the reason that that brought up, and it's kind of funny that all that kind of blended in with the whole sponsoring question. But um, again, listening to a podcast, uh, they were talking about. You know, they would rather, in, in a lot of cases, go to a meeting or that that's what drew them to meetings is where they where they knew people. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that that is to a certain extent. I mean, especially now, I like going to a meeting back in Cleveland to see people, sure. you know, our right. friends and stuff like that. But um, I like going to meetings, uh, places where I don't know anyone just to experience mm-hmm. a new thing, you know. So um, I don't know, just kind of. It, I don't know, back and forth, kind of like, yeah, that's that's true. And for me, but I kind of, I'm not afraid to go to a meeting where I don't know anyone. It's, um, it's no, a, not at all. It's an adventure, you know. It is, yeah, it is. It's kind of, it is kind of cool. Yeah, just walking in and going, hey, <laughs> hi, I'm here from Cleveland. What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it does. It's just, a, it's a whole new, you know, just, uh, I don't know, a whole bunch of new toys to play with. Is kind of what right. it is, you know. It's like, what's what's this meeting all about? And who are these people? And you know, yeah, it's a conversation. You're from out of town and, you know, people like to find out what's going on there. Same as you do, you know, find mm-hmm. out about their meetings. So, right. But yeah, so it's just, it, I, I didn't remember. I kind of knew where it was with me, but um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much along the same thing. And then you've been, you've been going to Puritus, I mean, pretty much almost from the start, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, week uh, four or five. Yeah. Right. You know, like I said, Don Fox said, uh, you know anything about microphones? Oh, yeah. I said, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit. He said, can you come help us set up this PA system? And I said, sure. And I've been there ever since. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because that's why we were, you and I were joking about the fact that that's kind of your, that's your MO. You get invited someplace and then you never go away. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Feed me once, boy. Yeah. I keep showing up. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? On that note, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Should, we take a, should we take a break? Absolutely. Well, we'll be back with more of this nonsense right after this word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi and, there. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? <laughs> I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We two websites in one <laughs> all right so so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com uh-huh. and we just launched the store website so uh, we also have that do you know what the website address is on that one mike of course i don't <laughs> it's pretty easy mike it's www.sobernotmatureshop.com ah. so <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts we also do have. <laughs> All the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is least, a big deal. 
Yeah, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me, 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> Trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. www.sobermanotmature.com. Uh, Did you just say sobermanotmature? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Back to more nonsense with these That's motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was it on the, the meeting part of it, or meetings part yeah. of it. And I think we beat the the sponsor thing to death. Um, and that was mm-hmm. uh, uh, imagine that it was that was a topic just just came up off the top of these <laughs> these fucking mindless heads of ours. <laughs> That's right. But, um, and a to, little life experience today, right? Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot that you were. See, I even forgot that how that <laughs> how that came up. You know what? Everyone, I don't know if everyone thinks I'm joking half the time, or maybe both of us that we don't we don't remember shit. But I mean, we've only been talking for you know forty minutes, and that happened mm-hmm. fifteen minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And I fucking forgot. Ladies it. and gentlemen, we've done some damage to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then you know, but I'll remember. You know, I can remember song lyrics, but that's mostly everyone. And that's that's a proven fact. Throw music to mm-hmm. something that's easy to remember shit. Right. You know, but I'll remember some, you know, some quote from this or something that happened to me when I was like five, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what happened. You know, I can't remember a reading from yesterday. Right. <laughs> or, or a conversation from fucking 15 minutes ago. So, <laughs> uh, but anyhow, so real quick on my uh uh, my daughter and son-in-law's anniversary. It just, yeah. I, I was just kind of thinking about it because, you know, looking back at the lots of Facebook memories and stuff like that from, from this day. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they got for, for everyone, my, my daughter and I, if you, if you haven't listened to the episode, cause it made me think about that too, was within the first right. shit. I first 10, I know I can't remember what episode, but I told the story about what happened to my daughter and I, mm-hmm. um, it was because of me, because of my behavior. Um, she right. was, I, basically pushed her not basically i pushed her out of my life Mm -hmm. um, for 12 years and she thankfully came back um on her own when i was sober for a couple years um Mm -hmm. we had an opportunity from you know at that point figure 2012 um until now you know to to rebuild uh what what is a really really good and strong relationship you know Mm -hmm. um and yes, my grandson is wonderful and it's great having her back in my life and all those different things. But, you know, the, the being able to, to walk her down the aisle like that was, was huge, you know, mm-hmm. um, huge honor. And, um, I, I can't even, there's so many things that, well, first of all, had I not got sober, <laughs> I, hmm. I wouldn't have lived, you know, even for another right. year, let alone six or three months or whatever it was. Um, so that's that. But on top of that, too, is that, you know, for for uh, she gave me another opportunity to, you know, to to rebuild things with her. And it's um, um, mm-hmm. I, I missed a lot. I missed 12 years of her life, you know, from 13 to 25. And that's a that's a huge point of somebody's life, you know, especially your child's life. Right. Um, but the things I've got to experience, you know, with her and um, her and her now husband, 
they've been together mm-hmm. since right around that time. They got together in April of 2012 and she and right. I um, had that first start of our reconciliation in June, you know, so um, mm-hmm. they've been together a long time, but I, you know, never would. He's wonderful. I love him to death, you know, um, yeah. and I, and I'm not just saying that because if I, if I didn't like him, I just wouldn't talk about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but right. um, I'm super fucking lucky, just super fucking lucky because he's, he's a wonderful human being and I love him, you know, but the wedding was great. The trip was great. All those sort of things. But, but yeah, I mean, none of this stuff happens. My point is, um, you know, sobriety gave me the opportunity um, to, to become a better person and, and to be a part of these things. And that is fucking huge. You know, so yes, it is. But yeah, that's that's really all I had to say. You know, I, I you know, love both of them. They're really good together, and uh, you know, they they brought that uh, wonderful little man, you know, into the, mm-hmm. into the picture. And uh, I I still haven't told her what what you got them yet uh, or what you got yeah. him yet. So um, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm, I'll see I'll see her on the actually on her the day after her birthday. I'm going up there. Um, yeah, ah. we're actually recording on her birthday, so we can wish her a happy birthday on November 10th. But um, nice. But yeah, so that, that next day I'll be up there. That's why I just, I wanted to kind of surprise them with it. So nice. Cool. So yeah, but um, I don't know. That's all. That's pretty much all I wanted to say. It was just, it's something I'm, um, I don't know, huge amount of gratitude. There's a lot of things that when I, when I do a gratitude list, it's things like that, that I, that I include with it. It says, you know, the, again, the, the, the relationships and the things I've got to do and it's just, mm-hmm. it's great, you know? So promises, man, fucking promises. I know. I know. And you know what that made me think about is uh, when I think it was that first time that she came out, we were at um, I brought her. It was me, her mom, Kathy and Kylie were out there. We went to uh, mm-hmm. Lydia's birthday party because she was yeah, out there. In, yeah, I remember. In May. Yeah. First time I met her. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That was the first time I had actually seen her. Uh, well, I saw her when, when Larry passed away briefly, mm-hmm. uh, but that was kind of when we weren't we weren't. You know, right. Reconciled I remember. At that point. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's giving you the stink eye and you earned it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. And I'm sure, I mean, it was, you know, seriously uncomfortable for her. It had to have been. You right. Know, the, only, the only contact I had with her, I just I just kind of walked by her at one point. I'm like, are you okay? And she said yes. And that was it. You know, so I left it be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were we were talking. So she's telling me all about Brian at that time. Because, again, they were they had been together at that point about a year, um, I mm-hmm. think. And uh, I don't know, we we're talking about whatever the deal was. And I said, hey, just so you know, I'm like, uh, I'm cool with having grandkids. I'm fine, you know, at this age, in case you were wondering. And she's like, and I remember her saying, she's like, well, I think I should. She's like, I, sh- I need to get married first. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. never stop me. <laughs> yeah, me neither yeah and she she just fucking laughed because you know her her mom i got pregnant and then we got married mm-hmm. and i got pregnant mm-hmm. and then we got married um <laughs> it was all relatively quickly but i'm like yeah fuck man it never stopped me but uh <laughs> you know i mean but they i mean they they planned everything you know they, right. they want to do some traveling they got their dogs they did all these different things and mm-hmm. um, you know it took a little bit you know for ali to to come around but um yeah you know well, it was they're fucking grown-ups I know. Something that we're still working on. I know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just over there fucking raw dogging these women and being, oh, well, I guess I'm gonna have a kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I guess we're gonna have a child. Hey, you want to marry me too? <laughs> I guess. I suppose we have to. <laughs> right. right. But hey, just for everyone out there, that's not the conversation I had with either one of my wives. 
<laughs> but yeah, the, the condom didn't break. It was, it was, yeah, yeah we knew what we were doing. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so that was, that was it. I mean, just happy anniversary to those two. And uh, as a side Absolutely. note, but, oh shit, no fronts. Kathy's birthday is, is tomorrow. Nope. No fronts. No yep. fronts. I know. <laughs> right. She's, yeah. She's, we'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> she's going to be fucking hating on it. <laughs> she listened to this on Saturday being like, fuck man. But um. <laughs> All right, she's listening on Saturday. Happy birthday, Kathy. Yeah, exactly. As as of the time she's listening to this, a happy birthday. She's 50, self, oh, God, 57. Oof. Yeah, because she's a few months older than me. Yeah, right? which, oh, God, that's right. You're going to be 57, too. Yeah, that's, I'm going to be in February. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's like, it, it's Closer done. to 60 than anything else. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. That's right. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> you know. You know what though? After uh, after last weekend, we could talk a little bit about the Keating Center thing. But um, yeah, when I got back on on Monday, um, mm-hmm. you know, I did shopping and did all that stuff. And uh, it's like once I kind of got settled down, I'm like, I'm fucking tired, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we didn't stay up like really late, but we got up early ish and did dirt. And, yeah, we just had right. a lot of shit going on within a couple of days. And I'm like, I'm right. like fuck, man, I'm tired. but um so yeah we're at the keating center event do you want to uh give any sort of a recap on that um i mean we can we froze our asses off um right yeah and then two days later it was fucking 70 degrees or (laughs) 75 degrees and sunny and oh yeah it was (laughs) chris was like god damn it why couldn't it have been like this on sunday um (laughs) right um yes the keating center clam bake it is um it's generally the biggest fundraiser we have for the year. Um, I'm on the advisory board, which is basically, um, you know, we, we run the fundraisers uh, three, four times a year. Um, and the clam bake is generally the biggest one. We had a really good time. We had a really good turnout. We made some money. Um, I'll find out how much our next meeting. Um yeah, you know, it was a good time, man. Like I said, we froze our asses off, but <laughs> thankfully it's not about me, you know? Uh, like I kept telling everyone and kept telling myself over and over and over again that day, um, you know, I'm trying to pay back a debt that I'll never be able to repay. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. You know, a lot of people out there had a good time, um, made some money for a place that we care about. Right. How more you want. Yeah, and it had been, uh, it's, I can't even remember the last time I was at an event. It probably would have been a clam bake event, I'm sure. Um, but mm, yeah, or maybe one of the day at the races, night at the races things that, yeah, and it was, was that the last one that could have been, yeah, because I, I know I was yeah. back there in February a couple of times, but, um, you figure right. all this shit would have been pre pandemic. So, you know, right. Oh, yeah. You definitely haven't been to one since the pandemic. That yeah. is true. So, you know, three plus, maybe almost four years ago since I've been right. to one. So it was, it was nice though. But yeah, it was, I mean, I, I think it might've hit 49 degrees, but there was a wind, mm. a breeze, mm-hmm. man. It was, yeah, it was fucking cold. It was, yep. <laughs> it was fucking cold. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wore my, I wore my sober, not mature t-shirt or bro. I bought a new mm-hmm. long sleeve one specifically, but I'm like, right. I had, I had a t-shirt on. I had a, a light long sleeve shirt under that. I put my hoodie on a zip up hoodie and then stretched my shirt over all of that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll be good. And it was my hands. My hands were mainly the, the things that were cold, right. you know. Um, but, yeah, I was doing the 50-50 tickets. So, you know, I'm walking around and, you know, it's like when anyone bought one, I've got to take a glove off, do this. I'm trying to tear these goddamn things. You know, I'm trying to take mm-hmm. money and not have that blow around. Again, nothing. It, 
all of it was worth it, you know. Well, of um, course. But I mean, yeah, it was it was cold, but it was still, you know, the thing of it is, I was even people that I mean, granted, somebody bought their ticket prior, you're going to go at least get your meal and do whatever and kick around the right. bit, you know. But there was plenty of people because I was up front and back and forth. I was trying to catch people as they were walking in, trying to be mm-hmm. the smart salesperson. Hey, by the way, hey, like, hey, <laughs> would you like a fifty fifty? And um, you know, I saw a lot of people, you know, actually buying tickets. So those people that were just coming in, you know, coming in fresh like that, buying tickets. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's um, it's always a good time. It's a little bit better, you know, when it's when it's warmer. But you know, mm-hmm. it's fucking October, you know, in in Cleveland, right. you know. So yep, again, crapshoot. But yeah, it was you know, almost eighty degrees here the other day. Same deal, you know. But yeah. like, what the fuck are you gonna do, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to do, right? But uh, yeah, we got a chance to you know talk to Michael. Our friend Michael's gonna be on um, mm-hmm. actually November tenth, Kimmy's birthday. Uh, nice. You know, so we're going to have him on. That's uh, Crazy Megan's husband. So mm-hmm. we've got him coming up. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to be at that retreat the weekend of the 17th, right? The next weekend? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to, um, we're recording an episode early that week, probably that Thursday. But we're going to mm-hmm. try to do a um, a live episode. Not mm-hmm. live to for everyone to hear live. But we're going to record in right. front of people at the retreat. So um, hopefully we're going to be able to, you know, fit everything. The live works. studio audience. <laughs> right. But I mean, hopefully if, again, we're, we're figuring a lot of things. We got some technology to figure out there. Hopefully Wi-Fi is there. We're mm-hmm. gonna, one way or the other, we're hoping to have uh, a nice little bonus episode that'll be fun to, to do after yeah. that fact. But yeah. But uh, but anyhow, I just thought, yeah, it's give the Keating Center a little plug. And, you know, they, they do these events here and there. But at, at any right. point there, they are unlisted on our sponsor page on yep. uh, once again our website the sober not mature website if you want to yep. get back to an organization um you know that that's helped not only a lot of people but have obviously clearly helped us um mm-hmm. you know they they always accept donations you could do it right through their website it's uh it's it's going to a good place and a, a really really good good group of people so yep so there so there damn it so there <laughs> damn it so um Yes, we were, uh, when we were hanging out this past weekend, we were talking about, well, we were talking about a lot of shit because that's what we do, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I had mentioned to you that uh, Rob Halford from Judas Priest was on Mark Maron's podcast a week or so ago, and I said, you should give it a listen because, you know, Mark's got uh, 20, almost 28 years, and Rob Halford's got 36 years sober. So, you know, and they talked a little bit about secret society shit. Right. So, um, and I did listen to it. That's why I, I had texted you and told you I enjoyed it. Because first of mm-hmm. all, what's funny is that um, that literally I'm, I'm staring right at my note on here. That was the next thing I was going to talk about. So <laughs> it's, you know, really between between everyone out there, it's fucking weird sometimes how he and I, were, we start talking about the same shit. It just. We share a brain. It's, it's, it's creepy. Okay, it's just fucking creepy sometimes. Right, because God knows neither one of us have a full one to ourselves, so <laughs> right, you know right. we have to share a brain. Right. So, um, yeah, if if anyone doesn't know, Rob Halford is the the lead singer for Judas Priest, um, and Mark the Maron, Metal God. Yeah, the Metal God. And I, again, a lot of these things, I'm, I'm sure I knew because I mean I know Judas Priest. I've listened to the music. I'm not a right. huge. I was never a huge metal fan. Never huge in the Judas Priest, but um, I listened to them. I mean, that was kind of in the '80s. They were they were around, you know, like everything oh, else. Yeah. But um, right. so again, I, I was aware of a lot of things, but. Um, and Mark Marin, um, you know, my, both Mike and I listen to him. Um, he talk, talks to a lot of different people, but 
Mm-hmm. He's got a great format. Feel free. He doesn't need us to promote his ass, but Fuck, um, no, he doesn't <laughs> listen to him. He's, he's good. <laughs> but so two things. Well, one thing right off the bat, I didn't know he was sober and I was going to ask you mm. about the, the number of years. Cause I, I, I must've missed it, but I didn't realize he's been sober for 36 years. Um, yep. So I didn't know that. Or if, if I did, I forgot it. And you know right. what the, the other thing is? I did not know he was gay. I had no fucking idea. Um, and you, you've never seen a picture of him. Oh yeah, all the leather. Or... <laughs> well, yeah. I, right when he was still in the closet, like every really, he said, fuck everybody knew. I, I knew eighty two. Right, but yeah, he was still in the closet, and you know, it wasn't officially out. But it was like, Jesus Christ, look at the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and and again, same thing. You know, I I didn't I didn't know it. That, that's why I started off to say, you know, I knew their music. I didn't know a lot about them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I never really paid as much attention, maybe. But um, so yeah, I didn't know that but they were he was talking about that in the fact that you know at the record label and everyone was telling him you can't you know you can't right type of thing which um i mean we we know we know a lot of people we've got a lot of friends with different lifestyles Mm. and things like that Mm. we've heard a lot of stories about some of the shit that people go through but i can only imagine that would be that would be difficult you know but Mm -hmm. um and he was worried you know about <laughs> what the fucking fans would think and say, right? Based on his his persona and all these different things, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. kind of kind of fucked up. But I mean, it just it was so. He, but he talked about that openly. The right. other the other thing though is that um, I love the fact during that conversation because, and I call it that because that's what Mark called. Mm-hmm. He doesn't interview right. people; they have a conversation. Right. But then Rob was asking him questions. They were having almost like this, almost like a even though I don't want to use interview, but. Rob mm-hmm. was asking Mark is as many, not as many, but questions back and forth. Right. It oh, was yeah. Just, it was just so fucking engaging. It was great, you know? Yeah. Um, but this is the one out of everything, and I, I enjoyed the episode. Seriously, If even if you're not a Judas Priest fan, if you're into recovery or anything like that, a couple of sober guys talking shit, um, right. it's a great episode to listen to. Mm-hmm. It was just That was the recent one, right? Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. Okay. But I mean, relatively, it's mm-hmm. somebody's not going to have to dig that far for it. So, no. Um, but the thing that got me is I don't know if, um, actually, I think Mark mentioned he was talking about something. He t- Mark used the word nostalgia. And this was mm-hmm. a question I thought was great because Rob Helford says, he goes, So what does nostalgia mean to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I wrote down because I'm like, you and I just used that, or I used that word a year ago uh, when we were mm-hmm. booking the whole thing in um, the Chippewa um, Chippewa Lake thing. Um, right. But you know, in a, I know what they what they had said in there. But what do you? Th- if somebody asks you that question, what does nostalgia mean to you? How do you describe it? Um. Well, I mean, for me, I you know, <laughs> um, remembering the good times, uh, you know, in between all the shit, uh, <laughs> you know, because it's 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 life, man. It's, it's a mix of good and bad. Um, you know, it's, it's having a fondness for the good stuff and, and yeah, you know, cause there was good stuff. Um, but you know, again, dangerous shit for me cause I can't, I can't dwell on the past. Um, and you know, being nostalgic does sort of make you dwell on it. Um, you know, I, I choose to, well on the here and now and the here and now is pretty fucking good so that's why i try to focus on that but um yeah you know i mean yes there were good times back then um but i can't get i can't get wrapped up in it i mean you know um 
just off the top of my head, you know, um, being in Japan with my ex-wife, you know, and, and, and walking around there. And I'm really glad I got to, to live that. And it was great. I had some wonderful times over there, you know, um, meeting Tony Bennett, you know, it was, it was fucking great, but it's got nothing to do with right now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it was, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, you know, watching a Christmas story. It's nostalgic. Um, <laughs> of a time that doesn't fucking exist anymore. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I don't have much use for it. It's pleasant occasionally to to brush past it, but yeah, I don't have a lot of use for it. Yeah, and I and I know what you mean because it's uh, and it was when they when they asked the question. The only reason I I made a note of it because it is it's one of those you know those things that make you go hmm type of questions. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like like how do I, I I know what it is. I know what it is. Right. I know what nostalgia is. I know it's nostalgic. It just, it was the fact that I had used that word um, again, a year, like a year ago. And it was the, the whole, you know, Chippewa Lake thing. Right. It just, it was, it was good, fond memories of a time when, mm-hmm. um, as kids, you know, and right. life wasn't always fucking, you know, strawberries and unicorns even back then. <laughs> right. Because at that point, I'm pretty sure if, if mom and, and our dad, um, if they were still together, their relationship was shit. Um, right. And if they were, if they were not together, um, things weren't good on the outside, you know. But right. you know, I mean, mom always tried to make it good for us. They again, they did not deal well with each other, and it, you know, leaked out over all of us. But uh, it, of course, that, that is what it is. But you know, so, but back to the, you know, like you said, the drinking things, those little pieces. Everyone always says, and there's that there's that saying that you hear around the rooms all the time, and then you know on Instagram and all that stuff. Anywhere, you know, people always say, you know, my um, my worst day sober is better than my my best day drunk. Okay, so yeah. maybe your best day drunk, but I mean, there was you and I have talked about this openly. We had mm-hmm. some really fucking great times during our drinking oh, yeah. days. You know, oh hell yeah, and things that were just they were. We didn't get in trouble. We had a fucking great time. And yep. if it could have just <laughs> again, if it could have just been <laughs> right. that, you know, that fun uh-huh. time, um, cool, you know. And if I didn't right. end up needing it, and you know, shaking in the morning to put my contacts and you know, yeah, <laughs> doing all that shit, wonderful DUIs mm-hmm. and hospitalizations <laughs> and heating centers and all that stuff, right? Um, you know, but you're you're right, crying children, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the thing, you know, it's figuring out that. We're well as alcoholics. I think we're pretty good at that. We're going to go well. Mm-hmm. That time was really good, and that time right. was really good. But what you're looking at is, you know, seven needles, maybe twelve or thirteen needles, in a fucking you know pile of hay. You know, it's in a yep. big old fucking haystack. You know, and... pile of manure. <laughs> yes, with manure mixed in. <laughs> yes. You know, so yeah, there's some good times, but there's no fucking way we can focus on those because right. You're right. That's the, I didn't think about that until you said it. That's the dangerous part, you know, mm-hmm. is, is realizing that, you know, if, but the same thing, if we're not doing the work, if we're not taking the action, if we're, we don't do the things every day that we're supposed to do, everything that we talk about all the time, those, those little needles in that fucking shit stained <laughs> mm-hmm. haystack um, are going to sound pretty fucking good, you know, if we, if right. we let them, you know? Right, right. And I mean, and, um, you know, I liked Halford's, you know, when he answered the question, he was like, you know what nostalgia is? And he 
clearly someone that's working a program. He, you know, he turned it around and he didn't have it for himself. He said, you know what nostalgia is for me? It's that 50-year-old guy standing out in the crowd with a Bud Light in his hand screaming, play living after midnight. That's, you know, (laughs) right. You know, that guy's out there reliving his fucking teenage years for, you know, an hour and a half or two hours on a special occasion. You know, he gets to do that because he can do that. That's nostalgia. And he's happy for him to have that. But he, yeah, he turned it around and said, yes, it's good for someone else. It's not my life. Right. It's not what I do. Yeah. And and that's, that's, that's it for me too. Nostalgia is happy memories for someone else, you know, cause I fuck man, again, I can't focus on those couple of needles in that pile of fucking manure. <laughs> cause if right. I do, it's real goddamn dangerous and I'll start going, Hmm, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Right. And then I start eating that shit again. No, thank you. Right. And you know what? It's uh, in, I thankfully both of us realized that it would not be that, you know, they, from, from the point that we're at right now today, you know, thankfully sober and hopefully, you know, um, spiritually fit as they say, you know, uh-huh. or, or as spiritually fit as we can be. Um, yeah. Notice I didn't say, well, we're not well, uh-huh. we're just, oh, no. <laughs> just spiritually fit. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not that far of a leap between, what we are today and what we were, you know, and it's literally one drink away, you know, which is the, that's, that was the part that if anyone needs to to buy into anything, and I don't like that saying when it comes to this, um, Mm -hmm. or be sold on anything. Um, Mm -hmm. I get it when people, you know, people like to say that, you know, it was sold right away and all I get it. Um, for me, it really wasn't that I had to, I I had to accept and I had to learn and I had to let it be ingrained in me, um, rather than just have something I couldn't, I couldn't have this be sold to me because it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been genuine to me, um, right? You know, but it, that's the buy-in, if nothing else, is to to get to that point where you realize that, that yeah, one drink is everything, you know, mm-hmm. um, everything is there, everything is gone, you know, with with one because playing the tape through, you're gonna end up, like you said, eating that shit again. <laughs> yep. And you're not going to remember the, you know, the seventh drink. You're not going to remember the, the ninth day that you were on a fucking bender. Uh, only thing nope. you remember is, you know, you picking up that glass and taking that first drink or, you know, that first shot or, you know, toke or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. that that's the one, that's the one that's going to kill us. That's it. Yep. You know? So, but yeah, it was just, it was just very interesting to me when uh, I thought it might be, I just wanted to hear your take on that word because uh, yeah. it, it took me, and again, I try really hard not to think about these things too deeply if I if I make notes on it because I don't want to get some preconceived idea in my head. I'd rather just mm-hmm. make these notes and then forget they're here like I like I do most of the time. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So basically, you know, nostalgia is like uh, drugs and alcohol. You know, it's it's I'm happy other people can do it, but I can't. Right. Yep. And that came up on there was something that came up on Instagram. Um about that, uh, I forget what it was, something I posted on whatever, but, you know, it's the same thing we talk about all the time. Neither one of us are, are anti-alcohol, you know, we're not, um, just because we can't, you know, doesn't mean that we have to look at right. other people that, that do. Now, same thing that we always say, and we qualify the fact, if somebody's over there doing their thing and it affects us negatively, that's a different story, mm-hmm. you know, right. or if they're hurting other people, you know, then that's, mm-hmm. then that's a different story. Then we're, we're right. anti-behavior, not not alcohol, right? Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, you know, uh, I live here in Ohio. In a couple of weeks, I'll be voting, and I'm going to be voting yes on 
legalizing recreational marijuana. You know, I can't do it, but, uh, you know, um, prohibition doesn't fucking work. <laughs> you know, black market and, and making people, cr- you know, criminals out of behaviors and eh, it's all stupid. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not anti-drug. I, I'm shit, man. I wish everything was fucking legal and regulated and taxed and safe and, you know, <laughs> but that's a whole nother thing. Right. Right. But I will be voting. Yes. So you're welcome. Potheads. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you you're know a what? pothead fucker. <laughs> I'm not a pothead. I pass on grass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, that, but that's the main thing. And I think that's uh, like you said, it's in, it's in the big book, I believe too, that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not supposed to, and I, I wouldn't want to, you know, stand up on, right. You know, well, I mean, you, you, you got to remember, man, you know, the two founders, Bob and Bill, I mean, they had the worst of it when alcohol was illegal in this country. Right. They were still drunk as fuck. Right. Yeah. Yep. so they knew the the yeah the futility of prohibition (laughs) right they were they yeah they were in the midst of their disease when it was illegal yeah exactly you know so to to each his own and i think that uh, we've always we've always made that made that perfectly clear but uh Mm -hmm. but yeah so no again the the whole episode i just i really um and i i had bypassed it because i thought i saw something else and it wasn't i mean sooner or later i would have got around to it but i haven't listened to right Mark Barron in a while, but, um, I mean, that was, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed that entire episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, um, it was great. I mean, yeah, they talked about yeah. music, but they talked about so much more, you know, which is, right. you know, kind of a, that's kind of the thing with, with Marin is he doesn't always, you know, key into whatever the, the thing is that that person does, you know, they just mm-hmm. talk about life and everything else. And it's, right. just, it was done yeah. well. And and Halford's, uh, you know, an intelligent, uh, worldly man. You know, he's got some shit to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No doubt. Yeah. He's not just some. Plus, he makes some fucking great music. Yeah. But I mean, he's not just, you know, some fucking, you know, airheaded metal guy. You know, he's. uh, Right. Like Ozzy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It was. (laughs) Seriously, no, it was a it was a great it was a great conversation. I'm I'm glad Uh you mentioned it because I again, I probably would have come across it at at some point, but um, you actually listened to it. But I I really enjoyed it. Right. All right. So what about um, you want to hear some uh, comments from our followers? Absolutely. All right, so this one is from uh, an individual, and she um, she interacts with us quite a bit. Um, I don't, not one of the regulars that like I really really know, but um, mm-hmm. I, I've seen a lot of her lately. Um, so she's cool with us. But um, on one of the posts that I had, again, probably some fucking nasty ass meme that I had. I'm sure there was a dildo involved. Yeah, yeah probably a dildo, a vibrator, or, you know, some mm-hmm. crotch or something like that. <laughs> Balls, I don't know, an anus, something. You you, you, get, you get the point. But uh-huh. uh, so her comment was, and I cop, I just copied and pasted this. So this is exactly what it said. I need to listen to your podcast to make sure this is really a sober page. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, I don't think I'm at the right party, but I'll stay. And I brought friends. Uh, mm. Keep up the sober, sinful debauchery. If it keeps people from using and drinking alcohol. So I thought that was that was just kind of fun. She was just fucking with us, but right. uh, it was just great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm welcome the, to the party. Yeah, don't think I'm at the right. We party, have fun. But... <laughs> we are not a glum lot. Exactly. And then uh, this another comment that we just got today, and I didn't write down, but just thought about it. This uh, yeah, today or yesterday? Yesterday, I think 
Um, I got a message, uh, a, a DM from this one guy. He's like, uh, he goes, I think I figured out who the person is you're talking about, that, about the word, taking away the word alcohol. And he, uh-huh. he, he goes, is it? And he named the person. Uh-huh. And uh, I messaged him back and I said, I said, yep. I said, ding, ding, you got it. But I'm like, you know, I said, the thing of it is, I said, I'm not going to not gonna out the person. Obviously, you know, cross interest. But on top of that, this person helps people, whatever. It doesn't matter anyhow. Right. But um, right. But he was just like, he goes, he, he goes, I'm just happy that I figured it out, <laughs> uh, which I thought was funny. And then, yeah, see, do the work, get the results. I know. Yeah. And this, another one that, uh, that he's a, um, I'd say constant contributor and commenter and all that stuff. The guy, the cool. guy's, the guy's fun. He's a lot of fun. But then we got a comment from a random today. Um, mm, rando. Yeah. And this was, I don't know. Did you see the one about where it says, I, I slowly slid her panties to the side and then it says, you know, I did put away her socks or whatever. It was. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, so I got to tell you the, another comment along that, but this first one, this is like right away this morning and I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it in the voice that I thought it was in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. How does all of your nasty content actually help to get people sober? <laughs> And a lot of times, well, Karen, exactly, exactly. Nine times out of 10, I just, I put like a laughing emoji and I walk out, but I was Mm -hmm. feeling a little sparky, sparky this morning. So, um, I, I commented back and this is just a memory, but I I said, it's called humor. And then I, Mm -hmm. I said, that was a person it's called humor. And I said, and on top of that, I said, both of us have been sober for 13 and a half years. So we must be doing something right. And then put a big old fucking smiley on there. And went, <laughs> went on with my day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a couple of people that actually liked my comment after that. But um, Nice. Yeah. And then another comment that we got, which I didn't write down, but I just forgot about it or just remembered it. But on that same post, <laughs> again, this, this chick that interacts with us quite a bit, I think she listened, so she, she's probably going to hear this. Um, she said, she goes, who puts, or something like, she's like, you don't put... Um, socks in with panties. Were you raised? That's right. Were you raised by wolves? <laughs> <laughs> and my comment back was, I said, I think that was the best comment that I've ever read. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, right. Yeah. Kind of animal puts their fucking socks and underwear in the same drawer. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um. No. Yeah. You know what? I, I guess I don't either. I would. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. Except we don't have to live that way today. I have separate drawers for my socks and underwear because I'm living large. Thanks to Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> right. But I mean, the I think the kind of trying to think, oh, you know what? I didn't have uh, I shit for years. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think when from the time that uh, Dawn and I split, which would have been 2006. Um, mm-hmm. I have not owned a dresser. So, well, ah. okay, I've not owned a dresser. I was just going to say there. I had a dresser at the three quarter house. Um, uh-huh. I had a dresser at the Keating Center. But um, right, you remember I bought that big cabinet. You know that, right. that we had uh, when you and I moved in together, and at the three quarter house because I needed more room mm-hmm. for my clothes. And right. then um, all the other places I I lived, I bought these like I don't know, they're like racks. They look like. It's the, the concept of having milk crates, but they're not. They're about that size. Right. But they're a nice right. wired rack that I had all my clothes in, mm-hmm. in my closet. So I just never. Right. I haven't had a dresser since then. I mean, I have a dresser here, but it's not mine, you know? So. Right. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't need all of the dressers. Just, <laughs> just put them in and put them in a closet. They were stacked up. They were nice, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but anyhow, yeah. just. To, folded and, you know, right. 
Yeah, I actually I do. I <laughs> I wash my clothes and I fold them and and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But right. But no, just every once in a while, I just see these comments. Uh, and again, it just all you know, all three of those comments came, or four of them came. You know, just you know, this week. So it just made me it made me laugh. You know, I just uh, right. Get, we've got some. We've got some very. So hang on a sec. Yeah. Read 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 that original comment again about what's you know, how does this keep people sober or whatever the fuck it was. Do I have to do this? What'd she say? Um, What'd Karen say? Hang on. How does all of your nasty content actually help to keep or get help? to get people sober (laughs) it doesn't honey (laughs) it's to show people that we can still have fun and be happy sick people and stay sober right that's all yep get sober it's not going to get you sober the only (laughs) thing that's going to get you sober is doing the fucking work and cleaning your shit up that's what's going to get you sober yeah which i think what's going to keep you sober is sick little comments that make you (laughs) smile right yeah, showing showing that this in, the same thing as we've talked about before. There's no fucking way that we would keep doing this if no. if we were enjoying ourselves. I mean, of course, you know. It, again, you, you don't get sober to have some f- fucking boring life. And that was actually right. another uh, a guy threw out the the Rule sixty two comment on that post. Thank you. I said Rule sixty two. Thanks for posting, guys. You know, I'm just <laughs> yeah, and I'm not just remembering all this shit as it's popping up. This is great. This is how uh-huh. my memory this is my memory has been triggered. A trigger in a good way. <laughs> ah, you've been triggered. I've been triggered in a good way. But um but seriously, you know, I mean, um granted, I I one hundred percent understand that our, our page has turned into a, a a fucking sick, perverted, inappropriate mess. You know, but mm-hmm. That's not our well, fault. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, that's that's us. <laughs> right. Sick, inappropriate mess. <laughs> right. right. But we're sober. Right. We're being examples. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, had... Attraction rather than promotion. Well, and there's been plenty of people that have said that. They're like, you know, we you, anytime these comments come up, which surprisingly don't come up that often, we don't get a lot of negative mm-hmm. comments. Uh, but when they right. do, there's usually, you know, some of our followers that come to our defense mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll say something like, hey, you, sure. know, you guys keep doing what you're doing. We know you guys are, you know, solid. You're just fucking around and we appreciate it. We appreciate the light, yeah. lightheartedness. We appreciate the fact that people can still have fun and, and all that stuff. Right. You know? And it's uh, so, yeah, that is the point. Right. Right. We are. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with sick humor. And if you're offended by it. Jesus Christ, go lock yourself in a closet somewhere. <laughs> you won't drink and you'll be fucking miserable. Right. It's just that it always not me again, though. Yeah, it's and it's somebody who it's not a follower of ours. So somebody just, you know, ran across us not. through the hashtags, which always makes right. me it always makes me happy because then I know at least, you know, that when I when I wonder if our hashtags are working, because that's what draws the majority <laughs> of the people to the post. Like right. well, whatever the hashtag I used, which I don't know what it was. You know, it, it drew somebody in. So, you know, yeah, it's all good. It is. But, um, I, <laughs> I was just trying to think, you know what? I got one, I got one more, little, right. I got one more simple one. Okay. All um, right. And this is from keep it simple. Ha ha. Teach me to stop. This is the, I think this was the action or the clo- whatever the closing thing is on there. So it says, teach me to stop and think when I get to a wall. Maybe it's there for my safety. So uh-huh. I, again, it was just one of those moments and I'm like, I like that. So I just figured I'd bring it yeah. up and, you know, I didn't think it'd take on too big of a long drawn out conversation, but what do you think about that? So stop, uh, teach me to stop and think when I get to a wall, maybe it's there mm-hmm. for my safety. What does that mean to right. you, Mike? <laughs> 
Well, if I recall correctly, it was uh, in reference earlier in the reading to hitting your head against the wall. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and, you know, this wall is in my way. I'm going to smash my head into it. And, I'm, you know, it's, it all comes back down to acceptance and powerlessness. And, um, and maybe, maybe that wall is there for a reason, right? whatever that reason is. And it might be your safety. It might be keeping you away from whatever the hell's on the other side of it that you don't fucking need to be around. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. But again, you know, uh, don't, <laughs> it is a wall. There's nothing you can do about it. Stop hitting your head against it. And maybe, maybe it is there for your safety. So accept it. Right. Because one way or another, it's not moving. It's a fucking wall. (laughs) (laughs) And it's stronger than you. So either way, if it's keeping you, you know, and if it's really keeping you from something, find a way around it. Right. Yep. Yeah, and it just it just I don't know. Every once in a while, those those things just make me again make me pause for a minute. I'm like, yeah, write that down. It might be an interesting conversation. But um, it was just that the safety part. I it made me think about. It. I'm like, yeah, you know what? And and you said it. I mean, things happen for a reason. Things mm-hmm. come. Things, people, places, and things come into our right. paths for a reason. You know. Yep. And it could be again, it, even if it's a a quote unquote negative thing like a fucking wall. Um, there's a reason for it. We don't necessarily have to know what it is but mm-hmm. at some point i believe the term is more will be revealed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll become clear and then maybe it won't it's kind of like those you know those couple of days i had when you know since we've been recording at some point i'm like man i'm in a fucked up mood or man i don't feel like this and feel like that and i'm like mm-hmm. i have no idea why and maybe three months down the road i'll figure it out and maybe i won't and you know hopefully right. it doesn't fucking matter like you said it's it doesn't yeah Figure out. One way or another, it's going to fucking pass and it's going to be nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I think we're going to close up on that one because that kind of put us all full circle into something, some sort of fucking circle. <laughs> some sort of squiggly line <laughs> right. somewhere. And I got I got fucking nothing else on here. We got other stuff. We got to talk next week. It's first of the month yep. next week and we'll have right. the step and we can talk about uh, if we want to recap a little bit on our first year since mom's gone and all those different things. So. Plenty Absolutely. of plenty of other stuff to talk about, but for now, you know what? It's your turn. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, be kind to each other, be good to each other, go out and do something nice for somebody else this week, and don't tell anybody you did it. And now it is time. It is that time. It is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off fast here. Climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> you have had it added a little bit of the burr into it. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. it right. And it really does. It, it makes me it makes me really I was gonna say super happy. I'm not gonna say that. It makes me really happy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Really happy to have that uh, um, that thing that Breeze did for us at, at the end. I, I love that. It just it flows in. It flows in so nicely, and uh, I just like it. I like it. So, right. It almost sounds like we're professional and we know what the hell we're doing. I know. Yeah. Just uh, almost. Almost. But uh, it, you know. But and it does. It doesn't take that much editing. It's just a little slice here, a little mush there, and get it all together, and it's all good. So force it in. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
And that's, you know what? That's why 60% of our listeners right now are female. Really, lately in the last, like, that's in the last right. seven days, it's, we got, we got the chicks back. So, yeah, baby, we're going to put it in. All right. Force it in. <laughs> God. I know. I, we're done. We Fuck have it. to stop now. <laughs> All right. You know what? I love you, brother. And I will talk to you soon. I love you, too. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. <laughs>